Hey, hi, and hello to any and everyone listening. I am Kirby Lynn, and this is Dear Self. This is a podcast where I share my most personal thoughts and experiences involving topics that are relatable AF, and this week, we are taking nothing but lessons out of 2020. Stay tuned. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week of Dear Self. Welcome. I hope everyone had an okay Christmas, and I say okay because, okay, please excuse the truck that just drove by. Um, I say okay because this year definitely did not feel like Christmas at all, actually from family traditions to, you know, I'm sure travel for a lot of people or, um, I mean, just doing anything, period. You know, it just didn't, the energy didn't even feel as festive as it usually does. Uh, But despite all of that, I hope you were able to make something out of nothing or make the most out of it. Um, we are four episodes away from wrapping up season three. I know just four episodes, um, excuse me, but the great news is I have, I've been in my little creative mode and just been brainstorming some ways that. I do plan to keep in touch via IG once this season wraps up. So just be sure that you are following the page. It's at Dear Self Podcast. At Dear Self Podcast. Okay, let's dive into today's life lessons. So, as I mentioned, this holiday season just did not feel like a normal one. And, um, I didn't record last week. Instead, I, I just really, um, first of all, I really wanted to just check out like the hustle and bustle, <laughs> honey. It's uh, some days I'm like, is this really for me? Cause I just be so tired. Um, and so I just, I really wanted to check out. I really wanted to check in to my family and just kind of spend some time with King. He's like pulling up now and trying to walk. And, you know, I just, moments that I just want to uh, really make sure I'm focused in on. So didn't record last week. Spend a lot of time with family. Just kind of reflected um and and really felt an overwhelming uh sense of gratitude you know when I was reflecting I was surprising myself that I was able to really um 
hone in on a lot of the good that came out of this year. Uh, and yeah, just overwhelmed with gratitude. And so this week I want to share the top 10 lessons 2020 taught me. And, um, these are an, honestly, they're in no particular order because I feel like they're just all very relevant to life and the things that we all experience at some point. And so I want to share those to send out good positive energy going into this new year. Let this be a year of transformation for you, a year of change. Um, do not drag any of the baggage from this year into the next. I want everyone to really just give another chance, <laughs> you know, chances. I'm not one to give out, you know, too many chances, but I'm going to, I'm going to give life another chance here. We're going to, we're going to just run that back. We're going to run it back. 2021 is going to be up. Um, and we just have to make sure we're doing the work and putting out that energy. So kicking off the top 10 lessons with number 10, number 10 is it's all about perspective. So I think my biggest takeaway with that is just that no storm is is too heavy. You know, in the moment, it feels like it when we are really going through our 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 stuff, our shit. But just think about your worst moment this year and you know, depending on when it was, just kind of think about where you are in this moment here. Like even if things are still bad, I'm sure you've made a lot of progress from when things first, you know, went left or whatever. So it's all about perspective, um, switching your thought process around and, you know, just focusing on the things that are actually, you know, going right or things that are going, going well for you. I think about me coming into 2020, you know, I, I came into the year laid off and pregnant, like, what a combo. Seriously. I was just like, <laughs> okay, so this is how we're coming, you know? And there were, and like, like I said, I've, as I reflected, I have, you know, the good moments that are coming out of this year, but I'm sorry, at the beginning of the year, I just, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't. And I could have really stayed at the pity party I was throwing for myself, but I chose to go home, you know, go home to me, go home to self and look at things that are working for me. With changing my perspective in that, at that time, I was like, you know what? I actually have a lot of time. I have something that I will hear or see other people complain about not having enough time. And here I am with all this time now time to prepare and think and actually, you know, have a plan and figure out what it is that is going to make me happy while I'm living this life of mine. What is, what is going to feel fulfilling to me? And so it's just all about changing perspective things. Uh, I saw this post the other day that, uh, it wasn't on Twitter. I think it was on Instagram, but it was just kind of saying like, you know, you could struggle, I think it was like, you can struggle, you know, being obese, or you can struggle being fit, you can struggle doing this, or you can struggle doing that, and the gist of it was, is that, 
you're going to struggle in life regardless. And this can be whether you're doing something that you thought you, you know, always wanted to do, or, you know, you could be in a place of, you know, no forward movement and feeling like you're not making any progress. I mean, just pick a struggle, but nothing's going to be easier than the other. Um, So it's just really all about how you're going to push through that. And the way to push through that for me this year has been changing my perspective on things that aren't working in my favor. Number nine, unwanted opinions are projected insecurities. Yeah. So it's the, it's the unwanted opinion and opinions and noise for me. This year I have witnessed the increase in audacity people will really try to knock you all the way down with the opinions and the non-constructive criticism and it's just like whole time they're not even doing or working on the things that you are so if you are also someone that's like you you have found yourself this year being weighed down by just the negative opinions or input from people that you love and know or people that you don't even know. Um, if you are someone that has found yourself kind of drowning in that lately, to you, I just say that what has been easier for me is not taking those things personal. I have learned to not take those things personal. Um, a lot of the times it has nothing to do with me. And depending on where I am mentally, you know, if I'm having a bad day, it could make my day worse. But most of the time I try to stay in good spirits. And so it just doesn't, it doesn't affect me. I'm learning to really just not let the outside noise affect my present and what I have going on. Because there's no cameras, um, you know, to document my life 24 seven. So no one knows what I'm, I'm doing on a day to day and no one has to know, you know, and, and same for you. It's like, no one knows what you're doing behind the scenes, the work you're putting in the sleepless nights or the things that you constantly worry about the things that you, you know, constantly, uh, lose sleep over or you cry in the shower about or like whatever like no one sees that so to the people who just want to add more negative energy in your life like it's easier for me to just wish them love and keep it pushing so um yeah I am just learning that the outside noise uh, is usually you know from someone that has their own uh, things going on, insecurities going on. And I was, I mean, sometimes it's vice versa. Like when I'm not feeling my best and I don't have things going on for me that I want, like it can come out in nasty ways. You know, it can be projected onto someone um, either, you know, unintentionally or, you know, intentionally, whatever. But it's like, we're human. It's going to happen. It's just the key is to not take those things personal, stay in your lane and stay grounded doing what you're doing. Number eight, um, motherhood is what you make it. Okay, so this lesson has been a hard one to push through. So uh, motherhood is what you make it. 
I I think about, you know, beginning coming into 2020 and I think about how <laughs> I was literally obsessed, obsessed with like the baby apps and the um the like mommy blogs and the mommy community, you know, first time mom here. So I want all the perks. So I became too obsessed, though, to the point where I'm literally confiding and asking people that I don't even know about how I should like parent or not parent. Actually, that's not the right word to use. Um, just how I should, you know, take care of my child and how I should come into motherhood when that's an experience that no one could have told me about. You know, yeah, it's OK to take advice and you know, here's what worked for me and this and that. But I was, I was obsessing to the point where when King got here, I, if I wasn't, you know, doing the things that I read other moms were doing and breastfeeding and all this stuff, it's like, I was like, oh my gosh, why am I, why can't I do this? What's going on with me? You know, and then that gets in, that gets me um, in my head about, oh my gosh, am I, am I even like, I'm not even supposed to be doing this. Like, am I supposed to be? You know, it's like you just start questioning yourself and trying to live up to these just these standards that you gave yourself for whatever reason, you know. And so that was me in uh, coming into motherhood. And I feel like that's that adds to why it took me so long to adjust because I just I wasn't being me. I was trying to be all of these things that I read and I saw and I heard. And um, and it was just kind of like, okay. I don't know when, but it just kind of snapped in me where it was like, girl, just, just do you like, is he safe? Is he healthy? Yes. Yes. He's happy. Yes. Okay, great. Then you're doing great, sweetie. And that's just the pep talk. I still have to give myself of like, look, he's safe, he's healthy and he's happy. So, you know, we're doing great. Um, just taking those small wins. Um, so if you're a new mom or you, shoot if you just a mom period honestly um it's a very hard job but we do it well and so the biggest lesson that I take away out of this year is just that motherhood is whatever you want to make it um you know like I said take advice but take it lightly and just be open to what your experience will be like because my experience is nothing like what I was trying to live up to And, um, it's been great. So just stay, stay focused on what you want your experience to be when it comes to mommyhood. Okay. Number seven, disappointments are blessings in disguise. Okay. So I think when I think about everything and everyone this year that let me down, when I tell you I am just so thankful they did making well okay mostly disappointments in things and for me it was really like jobs and um uh just you know certain people that you know you think have your best interest at heart and things like that um career moves stuff like that um when I think about that I'm just it's like I'm reflecting like how would that even have worked anyway? In the moment, you be wanting stuff. You, you be wanting stuff. <laughs> I'm getting too comfortable. Um, but in the moment, you want things to. You want things. You know, you want things so bad. 
you know, it's so you just can't see life without it happening or life without it. And it's like you don't get it and time passes and you start to heal and other things start working for you. And you're like, what was I even going to do with that? And I just look back on all these opportunities that in the moment I wanted so bad and it was like let down after let down after let down. And I'm sitting here at the end of 2020, healthy, alive with my family. And it's just, it's just trumping everything. It's like, so what was I even going to do with that? And just the way 2020 panned out anyway, it's like, you know, things just were kind of better happening the way that they did for me. And so when I look at the blessings I'm ending with this year, it just trumps all the things that didn't go my way. And now there are things I don't even want or care for anymore. And um, so I just, it was a favor. And, and that's how we have to look at life. Life's disappointment sometimes. It's like in the moment, yes, you want it so bad. But when it does it or if it doesn't happen, it's not, you know, an opportunity to just really dwell on it too long. It's an opportunity to change your perspective and, and see kind of like, OK, well, where is this pushing me to really go? So disappointments are disappointments temporarily, but in the long term, they definitely tend to be blessings in disguise. And that has been the case for me um, this year. Okay. Number six, staying in control means being committed. This was a big one for me because I tend to be very dramatic. And when things um, aren't going my way or not going how I planned them to go, I tend to feel like my life is just all over the place. I'm like, oh my gosh, my life is just, it's a mess. It's, it's all over the place. And this year I really had to learn account. I had to learn to be accountable and it's like, okay, it's going a mess because you're, you're not really committed to the things that you have going on. You know, it's like grad school. It's like anytime I felt like my life was a mess with grad school, it's because, yeah, I had assignments that were about to be due that I let, you know, wait till the last minute or, you know, I'm not prepared for a quiz or a class discussion or whatever. It's like anytime I felt like my life is a mess and this is really any aspect of it. It's just that I really wasn't committed to what I had going on. And so things, of course, aren't going to go right when you aren't fully really there. You're just going through the motions. And so I had to learn to recommit to myself. I had to learn to recommit to uh, my goals and the things that I wanted to accomplish and stop blaming it on other things instead of just saying, okay, well, am I even really, I mean, there are some things that are just, they're out of your control. You know, you could put forth a lot of effort on something and it it doesn't work out. But again, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Uh, But for me, it wasn't that I was just really making excuses on why I couldn't accomplish this and then mad at who, you know, it's like, who are you going to be mad at? So um, I find or I found this year and this is something I'm taking with me going forward is that when things feel a mess, it's I I stop and I just kind of 
go over, you know, the, the parts that I feel are chaotic. And then I just have to kind of zone in and recommit to those things. And I find that it really does bring a sense of control back to my life. I feel like things are controlled and structured again, and I have more peace of mind. So yeah, <laughs> number that was number six. Um, number five, compassion goes a long way. So this has been a hard lesson for me to learn because I am so protective of my feelings. Sometimes I'm overprotective to the point where the minute my feelings are hurt, I'm just, you know, I'm ruthless with it. It's like, you know, I'm just, I am not able to see any other side of it and it makes me impulsive with my emotions and then I sometimes say or do things that I don't mean to do and so this has been a, <clears throat> a difficult one but the more I practice it uh, when difficult situations or conversations and discussions come up the more I practice it I find that it really does help me navigate um, navigate those difficult situations with people that I love or know, or sometimes people I don't even know, you know, you come across rude people all the time. So it's just like, you know, it helps me navigate those situations. And again, not learning to take things so personal. Um, instead, I just really, really try to understand in the moment, you know, where could someone be coming from before I call judgment? And I, that I just need to make a decision before I just <laughs> decide to, you know, how I'm going to handle it basically. So less impulsive with the emotions, more compassion and, and try to understand. Um, that's just, that's something else I, uh, witnessed this year was there was just no, there was, there was such a lack of understanding and we were all going through so much. Like we literally were all going through so much this year, but the understanding was just not there. There was none. And it was just evident in the social media, the news, I mean, just everything, like everywhere you turn, it's just like, where is the compassion? You know, where is the, where is the kumbaya when we need it? You know, so just compassion goes a long way. And if you are also someone that finds yourself tending to, I don't want to say like pop off, but you know, you, you just have a hard time sometimes really seeing the, the whole big picture when you're upset or in the moment, um, practice it because it, it has helped me, like I said, navigate a lot of those, those tough, difficult situations. And it's helped me, um, save a lot of relationships that way. Cause like I said, you, you start, you start reacting on emotion and sometimes you say things or do things that are so hurtful that it may be hard to come back from it. So I just feel like me practicing this has slowed down those moments for me where I can still make sure that that relationship stays healthy and there's still respect there. Uh, but the points are still getting across and, you know, there's still that understanding. Number four, success is what you make it. This, this, this one, 
this is probably, uh, I don't want to say the best lesson learned, but it, it feels really good to have come into this, this mindset of success is what you make it. And I touched on this, um, this season, I don't remember which episode, but basically it's like, yeah, so we live in a world where it's like, we have all these definitions of success and they're all given through, you know, things that don't really hold too much weight or credibility, but there are things that, you know, are constantly being shown or they're popular or, you know, it's social media or whatever. And we kind of get blindsided, not blindsided, we get distracted and we start trying to fit into all these molds of like, what success is supposed to be. And I'm putting air quotes around supposed to be. And then when we're not matching that or meeting that, then we go internal and it's like, oh, I'm not good enough, you know, or, or you're just trying to pretend like you are or flaunt like you are. And it's like, honestly, success is what you make it. There's no pretending if you're doing what you said you were going to do. And, um, it doesn't matter what uh what what's supposed to be being done or again air quotes around supposed to be done but what matters is if you're happy doing what you have going on and so that was a really uh enlightening lesson for me this year because I felt like I came into the year already trying to fit into these molds of success you know these these expectations I was trying to meet that I never gave myself. I took on from other, other out, other uh, outlets, and because of that, I struggled most of this year internally with just like, I, I'm I'm a bum. Like I'm not even doing anything because I'm comparing myself to this and that. When all along it was just a matter of figuring out what I wanted to do, committing to it, and working towards it. And it's almost like doing that allowed me to create my own narrative of what success. Like, I feel like I have had a hell of a year, okay? And I'm not, you know, a freaking millionaire. I'm not sitting here in a mansion. I'm not, uh, you know, rocking all the designer, all these things that people have labeled and said, this is what success looks like. I'm not doing any of that. But when I tell you I've had a hell of a year, and I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about, you know, these things that, that we idolize and say, this is success. I'm not talking about any of that. But the uh, internal wholeness, I feel, you know, the the gratitude, the being able to have gratitude in the midst of, like I said, a year that was not so great. I mean, even things like that, um, starting my business dear self. I mean, just all the things that I just stayed committed to throughout the year, that's success for me. Cause at any point this year, I really could have given up, you know, I really could have just been like playing into the narrative of, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just sit here and bum it out. No, I was like, actually, no, this is what I want to do. And those are the things that I'm working towards. And those are the things that I'm doing. And those are the things that are bringing me happiness. 
So like I said, I cheers to me. Okay. Because I have had a hell of a year and once you start defining your own success, it becomes easier to really cheer yourself on. It becomes easier to be like, damn, I really did that. Okay. You know, and then you, then you're like, you're opening doors in yourself. Like, I didn't even know I could do that, but now I wonder if I can do this. And that, and for me, that has allowed me to create my own lane and just stay in it. And when I feel like I'm veering off into another lane, I have to recommit, come back to myself, recommit to the things that are feeling chaotic and a mess. And it's like that has just helped me stay on track. And I plan on taking that lesson in 2021 and beyond, because it's just like I said, creating your own success just means that you're not allowing outside influences to determine your happiness. You know, it's it's. Okay, that's all I'll say on that. Number <laughs> number three, strength is asking for help. Oh, this has been, and, and I'll add to that, strength is being vulnerable too. Like asking for, being vulnerable and asking for help for me has been so freeing this year because I've mentioned this several times is I, I have, I, it is, I don't know why I'm still, trying to uncover why it is so hard for me to ask for help why why I struggled with that for so long um to where this year I finally had a breakthrough and had to but that is something that has been so freeing for me because it really has it it really just kind of feels like a weighted blanket just gets pulled off every time I push myself to ask Instead of sitting there and just drowning in whatever I'm dealing with, whether that's emotional, whether that's finances, whether that's um, my mental state, you know, like whatever part of my life is struggling in that moment. um, I just have really accepted that I really don't have to do it alone and to be surrounded by people that can you know, help me and support me and push me through hard times. Um, that is a blessing within itself. So I just learned to not take that for granted as well and utilize the people that are placed in my life for a reason. So um, that has been a very freeing lesson for me. And if you are someone that finds yourself struggling with that, I push you and encourage you into this next year to really practice it. And, um, you, you will start to feel it becoming easier and easier every time. It's something I still struggle with, but I'm able to talk myself through it and still push through and ask for whatever it is I need so that I'm not sitting there dealing with it internally. Number two, it's okay to say no. This is another toughie for me. I have this really unhealthy habit of trying to take on everything. Why? Because I either don't want to inconvenience anyone or I, I sometimes it falls under people pleasing. Like I want everyone to be happy and just want to make sure everything's just going, going, going. But 
then it just completely wears and tears me down to the point where I either just shut down or I just find myself in a huge pile of anxiety. Um, and it just, it it just never goes well for me. (laughs) So this year, I think I really found my confidence with no, you know, like before it was like, uh, you know, I want to say no. And, but now it's just kind of like, no, (laughs) I can't do it or I won't do it or, you know, whatever, because I have me at the forefront of my mind. And I know that if it's going to cause me stress, if it's going to cause me anxiety, if, if I'm going to, you know, wear myself out or do the most trying to make it work, it's like, okay, then it just, it it probably just doesn't, I just, no, no. So if you're also someone that struggles with that, try just really putting yourself first um, and, and mentally, like in that, in that moment where you're in the dilemma of like, I want to say no, but I want, I'm scared of this, or I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to hurt, you know, so-and-so's feelings put you first in that moment of like, okay, but do I also want to really stress out for the next week doing this? Or do I really want, no, you don't. So no, it's the answer. <laughs> And that's just kind of how I've been working it out for myself. Um, Just trying to reduce my stress because I feel like I, I I stress a lot and that's why I have to just constantly just work on ways to either decrease the stress, work through it, talk through it, whatever I need to do. And saying no has really helped with that. And number one, self-love is truly the best love. Now, this, is, this isn't this is something that I feel like I have to be reminded of this every year, honestly, <laughs> because somehow I find myself um, getting caught up or losing myself in things and places and people. And it happens. It happens. And that's why I chose it, because... It's just one of those things that's very timeless. Um, This is a lesson that we constantly learn time and time again. And like I said, this can be um, learning it due to a breakup, losing yourself in a job or hanging around the wrong people. This can be losing it in toxic friendships or um, just being in a toxic environment. I mean, there are a lot of ways that you can lose yourself. And then start to feel as though you really, or believing, let me say, that you really aren't capable or worthy of the things causing you to feel this way. Um, And I'm sure that you are able to find your way through it, or hope so. Um, But for me, it's just kind of like, this is a constant lesson I I learn every, relearn every year. Um, But it's the most important one, because... I feel like if you really are not taking the time to pour love into yourself and unconditional love, we talked we talked about this this season as well, I think a couple episodes ago or maybe the last one, but an unconditional love, that's accepting you for who you completely are, 
flaws and all. So even those parts of you that you're like, oh my gosh, I hate when I do this. You know, you still you still do it. <laughs> and and if no one else is going to accept that or and I'm not now let me say this, I'm not making excuses for, you know, behavior that's like not okay or not healthy or anything like that. Um but I'm talking about the things that you're really hard on yourself about, you know, and if you are wanting those things to be accepted by the people you surround yourself with or, you know, someone that you are in a relationship with or your loved ones or family or whatever, your friends, you first have to be accepting of those things because then you figure out yourself and you learn you know, what you need when you find yourself in those moments or how you should handle those things. And I mean, you you just become more protective of yourself. And if the self-love is there, I feel like all the other lessons mentioned just kind of come to or fall into place. Anywho, um, self-love is just really the foundation of you. And I find that I really am living my best life when I am completely in love with Kirby. It's like when I love everything about everything that I have going on and not not being so judgmental of the things that I don't and getting caught up in what's not working and this and that. It's like when I have me at the at the forefront of my mind and I'm com- continuously pouring love and light into myself, encouraging myself, pushing myself um, and believing in myself. I really am living my best life and I am my most confident self. So um, this year was definitely the year to try it. And if you found your self-love being tested or you lost sight of it a little bit, it's not too late. It's okay. It happens. Like I said, this is a timeless lesson that we will continue to be taught time and time again. It only steps in when it's necessary. So um, this may be the sign that you need, that it's time to pour into you. It's time for some self-care. It's time for some um, reflection. It's time for some journaling or just spending time with you to just kind of recenter yourself And start this new year off on the best foot forward. So that wraps up the top 10 lessons. I don't even think I called it top 10, but whatever. The 10 lessons that 2020 taught me, that wraps it up. Stay tuned. There's more. Dear self, I am ready for my new season. With me, I bring the lessons learned from the previous one, and these lessons are now a part of my transformation. I can be more intentional with my moves going forward because I trust myself completely. I've done the work, and now I can shed my cocoon of change and fly away ready to take on the world. All right, so the final Twitter fave of the year 2020 comes from an account whose name is at natural K biggie. She says, building my credit, going to therapy, exercising to be stronger, not smaller, having the difficult conversations with loved ones, meeting savings goals, healing from the inside out. This is what I'm on period. 
and love this for her, but also love this for me because this is the same energy that I am on going into 2021 and beyond. Um, a lot of these things named have to do with just working on yourself internally. And when you're doing the work, you truly do reap the benefits. Um, and you'll see it in various ways. It can be financially, it can be emotionally, it can be spiritually. I mean, you will just feel centered and, and together within yourself um, when you are taking control and committed to the things in your life. So same sis, same. Um, I, I wish this for her. I wish this for me. I wish this for all of us. We are just pushing to be better in the next year. Um, let's get into our tap into you segment and then we'll wrap up the show. For this week's tap into you segment, I am highlighting the podcast, The Self-Love Fix. And this is hosted by Beatrice, who is an inner child healing coach. Um, and y'all, this podcast is really good. Um, re- a recent find for me, I want to say I started listening to this a uh, couple months. It's only been a couple of months. But um, I love tapping into her her discussions a lot of them allow you to sit and really um, understand yourself a lot more on a on a more uh, internal, a deeper level. We talk about having compassion for others, but this podcast has really allowed me to have more compassion for myself and um, learning and uncovering so much about myself to the point where I just in literally walking in self-love every day because I understand my journey. I understand the things that I've been through and how they've shaped me and molded me. And I just give appreciation to myself, my scars, my battle wounds, all that. It's like, you are really a bad bitch. So if you need some of that energy, tap into it. So it's the self-love fix. It's on Apple Podcasts. And I guarantee it will be a helpful tool when practicing self-love and navigating life. So check it out. All right. So we have reached the end of this week's episode and the end of 2020. So my notes itself is just happy, happy new year. Cheers to us. Okay. We are still going to cheers because 2020 really tried to take us out. 2020 wasn't wasn't having any any of it. They didn't they didn't want us to make it. But here we are. And the fact that we're still standing ready to go into a new year um I just I I won't get caught up in the, you know, it's going to be the same old same old mess. No, it's not because we are going to commit to the things that we want to do. We are going to take control of our life. We're going to keep our perspectives and our mindset in check. And we are just going to put out the best energy and watch it just come back and and double um, with all of the blessings and all of that. So happy new year. Make the most of it. Stay safe. And I will check y'all in 2021, which is literally next week. So I'll chat then. And until next time, I am Kirby Lynn signing off. (music) 